today's episode, I spoke with Olivia and Mary, two Iowa students who are living in Austin because they can be literally anywhere right now and still do their work. Olivia is a bio major with a neuroscience minor, and Mary is a pre-med student. But we talk about what it's like to think you're going to be something since seventh grade and how you may get lost in that path of constantly working towards that thing. We also discuss our vices, our imposter syndrome, and also how it's difficult to be present and not always think about the future. I hope you enjoy. Kind regards, Nick. Olivia, great to meet you. I'm Mary. Mary, great to meet you. Um, let's see. I've been thinking a lot lately. Yeah. About so we just moved to Austin. We've only lived here for about a month. Okay. Two two months. Two months. We moved here in January. Two months. My bad. Okay, two months. Now I really care about your opinion. Actually, this is great. A month it would have been. Two months though. (laughs) And so we've been like she and I both take online classes. Okay. So we're very busy. Sure. And it feels like a lot of time we were talking this (laughs) as we were walking over here. How we feel like we're not like really absorbing everything that Austin has to offer yeah. because we're spending so much time doing school. Sure. We get stuck indoors. We stay inside, do our classes, and like for a break, we'll like go to Starbucks. But we're like, we can do so much more than that, especially in Austin. So, are you at another college in another state, and you're just doing remote here because you can? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's we go to school smart. in Iowa. Hell yeah. Okay. But That's so you don't very smart. In Iowa right now. No. no yeah. Don't. Much nicer here. For sure. Um. But yeah. So we've been. I've been thinking a lot about like. I'm always like. I want to go out and like not to be cliche but like seize the day and like live my life and have a good time absolutely but I feel like I just get so caught up with school that I just don't you know I don't go out all that much yeah at least during the day and then the weekends go by so fast and right it's over all of a sudden so I that's been on my mind a lot just being present and staying grounded is yeah. my goal for myself hell yeah I mean, her new catchphrase is seize the day. Uh-huh. She'll wake us all up in the apartment yelling seize the day. <laughs> so, I mean, we've been trying. Today is our attempt. We're out walking. You're doing it already, yeah. The and sight. you I mean, you just seize this moment. So, I mean, exactly. you're literally living exactly. it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Very well. <gasps> it's my goal for myself. What about you? Uh, I don't know I'm if living I'm in supposed Chicago. to interview you, but. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm fine talking about myself. <laughs> I really need to. Um, I'm looking to move here. I'm not sure if I should yet. Um, but, I mean, you're two months in, so... Should I? Yeah. Okay. What are your What are your three bullet points for okay. someone to move here? Three bullet points. Okay. Maybe I'm a little bit biased because we live right there. We live right downtown. Okay. But we also don't have a car. Sure. So I'm a pretty. We're pretty good at letting you know just how much you can actually do. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, not Without like right car. outside your right outside your door. Cool. So first of all, the weather's great. Chicago right now. Yeah. Yuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mean, it's pretty on. pretty snowy. Exactly. Yeah. It has not melted like this overnight. Yeah, no. No. This is, yeah, this is crazy. But, so anyway, weather's beautiful, and there's no shortage of things to do. Yeah. Whether it's, like, just going out walking, you can go paddleboarding. There's so many, like, random parks and things that you can visit. So many different types of people. So many cool people. You walk by, and there's a guy who wants to interview you on the side of the bridge. I mean, you're not even from here, but (laughs) I'm still giving you the credit. (laughs) And then my other is honestly Sixth Street because okay that's where all the bars are right yes, yes. so we've only been to Sixth Street once that's mm. how I did this 
Okay. Tore my meniscus. And uh, just for uh, our listeners, she has some sort of uh, a wrap on your leg, and you, yes. you fell, I imagine? I did. A guy, a drunk man, uh, fell onto me, and I oh. twisted my knee really bad. I have an MRI this week Jeez. to figure out if I tore my Oh, my ACL. God. Well, I hope everything's okay. It's not it'll, too bad. It'll all be good. You know, yeah. someday it'll be a good story. Yeah. I right now, it's a great story. Exactly. <laughs> so. It's really convinced you to go Sixth Street, hasn't it? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I had, like, the best. I think I had, like, a spiritual moment when I was on 6th Street because we were walking back and forth. We were, like went to a couple bars. It wasn't like what we were looking for. And then we found this busker sitting on the side of the street and he was playing this song that my dad always used to sing when I was a little kid. And I just had this moment where I was just so happy. And all these strangers came up to us and they were dancing and so we were dancing and singing with strangers. Wow. And in that moment I was just like, I'm so happy that I moved to Austin, that I'm here right now. Yeah. And anyway, then I broke my knee. But that's another, uh, that's another thing. We were really happy up until that what yeah. type of song? What, uh, what song? Do you know? Um, oh my God! It was he sang. Well, he sang some Amy Winehouse. That's okay. what we were singing with strangers. But nice. the song that he sang that I knew was oh, it's cliche. But it's that one song that's like "You Are My Sunshine," uh-huh. that little cute song. Cute. Anyway, I always grew up listening to my dad sing that. So mm. that's I love that song. But anyway, those are I don't know how many that was. That was about it was three or, or plus ten. I don't I don't okay. know. It was up perfect. Was my plus or minus ten. <laughs> Mary, um, let's see. Okay, for me, the running trails that, like, we're almost on, Yep. that's, like, I try to run every morning, cool. and, I mean, it's amazing. You just have, like, 10 miles of just, like, anywhere you want to go, and then, like, you can just pop off at any time, mm-hmm. grab a smoothie, grab a coffee. I mean, I don't know. That's, like, the, my top, <laughs> my top thing for me. Also, the, the second day, or the second, or, no, like, first week we were here, we just decided to go climb this mountain. So we went to this mountain like 20 minutes away, okay. climbed it. And then like two minutes, two minute drive away, there was a little creek. So we went down in the creek and then I found this giant limestone cliff Whoa. and I convinced everybody to climb it. So then we climbed to the top of a cliff. Hell yeah. And that was like, I mean, why not? You know? Yeah. So, so did, how many people did you move down here with? Just you two or a whole group? There's four of us total. Of us. The other okay, two so are that at was work. the group that you convinced to climb? Yes. And okay. one other of our and friends. Who we just found here on how's Bumble. How's it? Yeah, have you? How's it been um, meeting new people and such? Especially in COVID, it's always kind of hard. Um, in COVID, I feel like that's kind of limited us, like, in a way. But also, I gotta say, like the apps, the dating apps, Bumble, BFF, all of that has been like sure. really, like our main way of like finding new people. That's true. I've yeah. never really used Bumble BFF as much. Uh, what's that process like? Or what, so what I actually just downloaded. I've I'm doing long distance with my boyfriend, nice. so I'm not on the same page as everyone who can like find people on Bumble and hang uh-huh. out. Well, they anyway. But so I got Bumble BFF, and it's actually so nice because it's the same kind of process. Logic, like you swipe yeah. right, swipe uh-huh. left, whatever. <laughs> um, but it's way less like gross. I don't know. It feels You're weird right. to me to like judge. So, dating yeah. partners based Are, off of that? Sure. I mean, you're not, you're also not in those dating sites. I mean, besides Hinge, I found Hinge to be the best as far as like you can actually learn a little bit more about someone because okay. you can have a talking point, right? Sure. But I mean, as far as the other ones, it's pretty much just like, all right, well, I find you attractive, I don't. And then you swipe either way. Yeah. For Bumble BFF, you're, is there more like is there more emphasis on like interests and hobbies and stuff? Because I mean, yeah. are you just looking for a hot friend? <laughs> like, what, <laughs> what mean, is it? Not, I feel like for me when I see someone, like I kind of get like an initial view of like, do they look like somebody I would right. like gravitate towards? Not mm-hmm. like in a mean way, but no, sure, who sure. I would like naturally gravitate towards. But it has like a little section right underneath that just tells you like quick like, you know like their hobbies, if they have pets, where they live, what they like to do, and then you can like they have all these little questions you can fill out like. If you were, like, the last person on the planet, what would you do? You know, mm. like, just random little things like that. And yeah. I found that 
I put like two random little things in my bio that I like to listen to old Taylor Swift songs like as a guilty pleasure uh-huh. and then I really love the movie Lemonade Mouth like that Disney movie <laughs> and I've gotten like six people who are just like hey I love Lemonade Mouth we should watch it hell yeah and so now I have all these friends on Snapchat who I haven't hung out with yet but I might okay so yeah so that's that's also the thing I've known and so you're you're still in college so mm-hmm. I guess like 20 21 or so 19 19 okay cool um Snapchat seems to be the go-to as far as like community like new people meeting new people and stuff yeah that's an interesting thing because I feel like especially with dating if you're grabbing Snapchat from people who you're interested in perhaps dating it could also lean into a more nefarious position right Most or is, definitely. That, is it not like thought that way I'm 25 oh, so I'm is. a little in it but and I think there's like if there's a difference between like snapchatting someone who you find attractive and you might want to like go on a date with sure. and like get to know more and then like the whole like add somebody off of tinder right. snapchat them see what they really look like and right, then decide right. if you want to go over to their apartment at 1am is that is that something also like where it's like it's a nice way to i guess not get catfish where it's like this is a pretty immediate like we're sending pictures of our faces and, and or whatever you know and yeah it's yeah it's pretty then you're like i know what you look like uh-huh. i know and you can get a better read on their personality i think over snapchat than you can over like any of the dating apps sure yeah and i think my at least people i don't i don't want to say our generation but like for you know my age group i think we tend to like gravitate towards snapchat just because it's so quick we're we're we love the fast we love to be fast yep and so you know you can just send a picture of yourself super fast they can open a reply in like five seconds mm-hmm. and then also it tells you like if they've opened your picture yeah. or if like not i mean okay, okay. Uh, i'm 25 but i'm on snapchat i mean i understand it, the how it works okay, it's more just trying, like I the cultural like to i just meant to say why <laughs> we like it i'm so sorry honestly but i know how a lot of women feel now i mean from a from a you know, mansplained perspective so uh, are you active on the snapchat am i actively on snapchat yeah yeah uh, but like honestly my use of it has gone way down because back in college i feel like that was that was that thing where it's like I saw something funny and let me oh this is an inside joke or whatever yeah. like oh I'm doing this now and that's funny um, but like my friends have less and less been using it and so now like it's really like I keep up with like three or four people or so yeah I think also a lot of people our age have private stories on Snapchat mm. you know those where you can like you just basically pick who's on the story so I have like four okay and they're all different tiers so I have one with like six people on it and they're yeah. just my closest friends uh-huh. and then there's one with like 30 people on it who are yeah. like my closer you know yeah. broader group but I could just take a picture and put it on there and then automatically like eight people will know what I'm doing or what I'm up mm. to like today there was a random dude in our apartment when I woke up because my roommate had him over last night so I took a picture and said good morning I guess and put it on my private story <laughs> and everybody's seen it jeez oh man so. that's well, how, how did you move forward from that situation? <laughs> were you annoyed or were you well, like, you know what? I'm pretty open or whatever. I was, I either was way. open. He wasn't in any of our rooms. He was in the main That's good. Area, that's, so that's a good start. I was a little confused when I woke up and there was a naked man on my futon. Naked? Okay. Well, I don't, he well, was wrapped in a blanket, but he had no, no shirt on. There's, no couldn't know, yeah. But I was like, good morning, bud. Like, <laughs> had uh, to sleep. And then he quickly left our apartment. And then I went back to doing my homework. But, you know. He was very stressed about finding his vape. Um, uh, he never a jewel? He was, I don't know if it was a, a, I think it was a vape. We didn't okay. see it. We never actually saw it. That's that's something, and that's not just your. Gen- I don't know. I think we're, I mean, we're in the same generation. We're technically. in the same generation. Um, you but can like, s- oh, uh, I have a question for you when you're human. done. Um, but that is something I've noticed with people who vape is that literally, it's worse than like that. Not like, oh, where's my phone or my wallet? It's like literally, and it's got to be the chemicals that make you love yeah. it, right? Yeah. It's a literal like sheer panic. I've noticed. Yeah. Do you guys vape at, at all? Um, yeah, I've been addicted since I was 16, honestly. Okay. I hate it, but you I hate do it. it. Yeah. What, I have um, one in my back pocket right now. That's fair. How, uh, I don't know, what is, I've never vaped. Okay. But 
I it's the same. I mean, I I, it, I would never cast judgment for anyone who vapes, smokes cigarettes, any of I that stuff, right? Because it's like you. We're all stressed, and if certain things help us get less stressed, that's great. But I mean, mm-hmm. like, obviously, there's a lot of people who are like, I really want to, I want to stop soon. Do you have yeah. like a plan for that ever? Like, do you see yourself, or you're yeah. like, you know what, this is just me, and no, this is fine. I you definitely know? do. I just think that I tend to like justify every time I run out. I'm like, mm. okay, well, I have that test next week. Like, I don't mm. want to be, because the thing is, is I don't necessarily like. You go through withdrawals when you like obviously stop doing it but for yeah. me it's not like oh i get the shakes or anything it's just like i get way more stressed out or i yeah. like, get really irritable and i'm like yeah. oh it's because i haven't hit anything today you know what i yeah, mean yeah yeah i think it's also for me very much so like the hand to mouth thing like it's having this like a non, it gives her something to do it's She's a like subconscious thing like, where i just right. do it without thinking about it yeah and i mean i've had that with weed for sure oh, yeah. i'm trying to come i'm literally i'm doing a tea break this week just because, I mean, I have no idea where to get it, and I'm fine with that, you know? Yeah. Um, and I could afford to smoke less, you know? There you go. But no, I get what you're saying, because there'll be times, like, I'm with, like, a whole group of people, and they'll be like, you know, I'm just going to go in my room real quick. I'm and just like, gonna, I'll be right And back. then, like, come back, like, literally for no other reason where you're like, I don't know what's the thing where it's like, I feel uncomfortable, perhaps, or... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like you just said, like, it's this, like, this kind of, like, elbow, this, this routine that yeah. we're used to, right? And oh, and I think definitely for me, because as, like, a, I started doing it in high school because it was cool. Mm. And for the first six months, I got a jewel. I didn't inhale it at all mm. because I didn't want to. Mm. I, did, I didn't like it. Mm. And then I just, I don't know when I started, but then I realized, like, oh, shit. Like, I actually I do this all the time. Like, mm. it kind of was, I didn't even realize it. Yeah. And it's kind of like they did to people our age what they did when cigarettes first came out, like, making right. it so appealing. And it yeah. also became like, you know, you were at a party in high school, like you were hanging out with people and like whenever there was like, like you said, maybe an awkward moment or just yeah. like you didn't have anything to say, you could just be hit. It's literally, it's almost like the same thing as like going on your phone at a party, like on Instagram yeah. or something where it's like, well, like I better do something because I don't want to be doing nothing. And then there is the idea of like, I mean, is this ever in your thought where like if I'm doing it, someone would be like, whoa, hey, like you're one of my people because you're, you're smoke, you're with a jewel. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is that in the back of your head at all? I think I don't know if it's something that I consciously think about, yeah. but it's definitely something that I experience. Yeah. And I think there were, there's been times where all the time, somebody will come up to you or you'll go someone else. Hey, can I hit that? And then you're like, you start talking. You're yep. like, Oh my God, it yep. doesn't even have to be about the vape. It's the same thing with weed as well. Yeah. Definitely. You just start talking to someone and then boom, like, Oh my God, guys, I made a friend. Like he hit me, let me hit his thing. Like it's kind of a yeah. bridge. That's so bad, yeah. but it is. But I mean, <laughs> God, yeah, it's, Ooh, sorry. I mean, there's where we all have our vices, you know, and whether it's yeah. chemical or whether it's like we're doing things to ourselves that aren't necessarily. If we're staying up to bed at like 1 a.m. and we're waking up at 11, like that's also like a crutch of a sort, you know, like exactly. we're all doing these certain vices. Right. So some may impact us harsher than others. But I mean, again, like oh, we got to do what feels right for you in this moment. Right. Because like doesn't mean you're always going to do it, but you're at this point in your life right where you're doing it, I guess. Yeah. I agree. And I think I definitely do. I mean, I'm not like, I don't see myself as like a 40 year old, like pulling out my vape and just like hitting it. And I do notice that like, I don't, I'm a singer. I don't sing as good as well Mm. as I used to. Mm. I, if I am like really heavily using, if I, that sounds bad, but if I am, I can't, I'll sprint up like four flights of stairs and be like bent over because my lungs hurt. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely want to stop. For sure. I would love to not, but it's like thinking about like not doing it. It's just like, ugh. I know. So I'm the same way with alcohol right now. I'm trying to, like, drink less alcohol. I mean, honestly, I mean, we'll see if I do a week. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's that idea of that social, not pariahness or whatever, but, like, it's kind of like you're you're not with the, the whole school, let's say, of fish or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You're kind of on the outskirts. 
and it's like how do I where's my in now right yeah. yeah no that makes that makes a lot of sense and I also think that at least right now it's never something that's like gone do you know what I mean yeah. even if I stop somebody else has one mm. one of our roommates always has it that's mm. what one of our roommates was like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna smoke when I get to Austin I'm not gonna smoke but she's like wait Olivia always has yeah. always has nicotine I also on feel her, really bad about so. that because I'm like enabling other people Ah, but I mean, you're not, yeah, no, you're not responsible for someone, the way someone else is. It's, it's this group thinking, it's this group thing. I mean, obviously we're all social and we depend on each other and it gets hard. I mean, yeah, alcohol. I mean, how could I, if I wanted to hang out with new people or friends, it's easy to go to a bar, right? There's not many, I mean, we're not going to go to a coffee shop at 11 PM or something like a music venue is our best chance at like a place that doesn't have alcohol, right? Because you have something other to focus your energy on rather than each other. Yeah. So that limits, yeah, that limits the awkward. True, true. Okay, wait, I have a question for you. Absolutely. By the way, you're a great interviewer. Thank you. The questions, are you like a journalist? No. What do you do? No, uh, I work, uh, I mean, I do work at the Chicago Tribune on their digital side, but not a writer. Uh, I've done theater and I'm I'm trying to do some stand-up. So I think that's where it comes from. That's well. Anyway, you're doing. This is a really cool thing you're doing. Is Thank this you. For fun or is this is fun. This is a podcast on Spotify, Apple, and all those. Oh my gosh! Well, you'll have to give us the info. Yeah. So we can Absolutely. Listen. But anyway, I was just going to ask you: Do you consider yourself to be a part? Of, do you consider yourself to be a millennial? Or like, or like maybe another, like I you know I think Gen I am a millennial. Z? I mean, I was born in '95, so I'm okay. on a cu- I'm on the cusp. And what is is Gen Z the next? Gen one. Z, yeah. So are you guys Gen Z? We or are like cusp yeah. as well or whatever. But we're see. I think. Millennial and our version, because I was 2001, you're 2000. 2000 yeah. Crazy. Um, I know. <laughs> but, but it's not, I mean, it's five years different. <laughs> it's really not that crazy. It's just 2000 instead of, things, of 19. It's, it's nothing. But <laughs> I think we're in like the earlier Gen Z, because the kids who are like in middle school now are yeah. still technically considered Gen Z. Or but like sure. high school. I don't know if the middle, maybe the middle school. We grew up with like, I watched VCRs. Mm-hmm. I know how to burn a CD. I, you know, yeah. all that yeah. stuff that's like very millennial ish. Yep. And like kids now would have no idea what that mm-hmm. means. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like we share more of the, we're kind of in the middle. Because yeah, we share like yeah. the more TikTok, modern stuff. Yeah, we're on know. TikTok. I made a TikTok this morning. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I still, I'm not there yet. And I don't know if it's I will okay. be. You I don't, don't think have to. It's, it's not, not for that me. exciting. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I see myself, I find more um, uh, being things in common with like 30 year olds, mm-hmm. I think. I, I lean towards that. And I mean, I'm 25, but I've always kind of felt older. And I don't know mm-hmm. if this is with this like, this paradigm that I have where I was like, I don't want to seem like a kid. Like I want to seem like someone who's mature and I want to be mm-hmm. taken serious or whatever. Sure. Um, and part of that is the idea of being acting more mature and my voice ends up going deeper. I could talk like this if I really wanted to, but I talk like this, you know? So like, sure. it's, it's this, um, that's something I've been coming to terms with as well, trying to figure out like, all right, well, what, Act your age a little bit sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, act young, find that childlike nature, right? Yeah, we're, I'm not even 20 yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 20, but I feel like I've been told I have a very childlike nature. Oh, so. she does. I think we need to keep that <laughs> for sure. Because, I mean, there's that wonderment, right? And that learning, that that um, yeah. that thirst for more. I feel like when you were a kid, the world was like, had more colors. Like it was, there was so mm. much more excitement. Mm. There was so much more unknown. And then you grow up, not to be like cliche, but I don't want to know what a mortgage is i don't want to know like what escrow means i learned that this past week and i'm not happy about it (laughs) it's it's honestly as far as that stuff it's like a it's a constant like just gathering of information over time Mm -hmm. um and what's crazy hey buddy what's (laughs) 
what's what's interesting is like I mean it's seen those types of things because they're just very I think they're abstract concepts and like mm-hmm. you hear your parents talking about it and perhaps like you hear your parents getting um, anxious or angry about certain things right as we're growing up where like a mortgage seems incredibly stressful yeah. I don't ever want to learn about that or credit cards like this nefariousness that comes with it but also it can be very helpful and it's also the required for so many different things that you yeah. want to do eventually yeah. so it's like for me I've at a certain point I'm like all right I just gotta like I've been, it's been on my list to learn about this. I got to just do it because mm-hmm. otherwise, when else am I going to do it? And you yeah. just, it's just like you, you take these little bites, you know? Mm-hmm. And these yeah, I, I think we're at a, at least personally, where I'm at a time, I feel like we both are, but at least for me, where all this stuff is just becoming more and more important and I'm like learning mm. about it as I yeah. go along. And obviously, like my parents are very helpful, but it's almost like just in the past year, like since college, since quarantine, virtually, like there's so many other things that I've had to like think about and figure out that I never had like I bought a car have cool. to deal with like not deal with but figure out payments all that and all that stuff like, now we have an apartment we have to pay bills yeah pay rent yep and, and that's where it starts honestly yeah. that's uh-huh. like the and it's scary I remember when I was getting my first apartment I graduated in 2017 mm-hmm. and just the idea of it and like yeah. wait what do you do like bill like uh bills and like uh like how do I set up my heat how do I get wi-fi all this yeah. stuff that like our parents did Seemingly with no no issue yeah. at all. Yeah. Wi-Fi took us like took me three weeks to get set up. I had to like get my dad in to help me. I could uh-huh. not do it. It took me so long, and I was just like, "How have they been doing this like effortlessly for mm-hmm. so many years? Mm-hmm. And like, how am I going to continue to do this on my own? Because next time they're definitely not. My dad's not going to sit down uh-huh. with me for four hours and help me go through the AT and T and like yeah. set it all up. Yep. And then you learn next time. Okay, well I should do this. A week and a half before I move out of this place into a new place so I can actually get it ready when I'm there it's always like kind of pre-planning and then not doing too much pre-planning I don't know it's it's not as scary as it seems I mean I it, it, it's, it's it's just there's a lot to learn you know and we yeah. don't learn it we college doesn't teach us it yeah uh, unless maybe you're like you're in finance or something but no. like <laughs> uh, let me okay so you you're in college right now yes we are <sighs> um not psychology is it Right, wait, you said mu- you're, is your thing in music? Your major? I am. I'm not a music major. I'm in the choir, but I'm a biology major with a neuroscience minor. Whoa, cool. Hefty. Okay. But I still don't know what I want to do with my life because uh, I like I everything. Yeah. Like I could see myself writing children's books. Hell yeah. Or doing neurosurgery. So we'll see. <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> it's overwhelming. Well, I mean, <laughs> the crazy thing. I mean, like that. That we have to find this balance of play and work, right? Oh, I've been for re- sure. reading more about this and. I mean, if you end up loving neuroscience, neuroscience might be your work and like you're literally, first of all, helping the, the hell out of people. You're mm-hmm. like literally curing people. And then when you need to play at the end of the day and you're tired or whatever, you start doodling and then That's writing true. little like rhymes. And then you're yeah. like, oh, well, now I have the income to support the self-publishing or a book or whatever. Sure. And then you're able to do that, too. Yeah. You I think know, my um, my dad wrote me a letter like a week ago. He's very he likes to be. He likes writing letters. I love I writing like letters. Because I think that's so fun. Yeah. So he wrote me a letter. He said something about how there's that quote that's like, um, do like do the work you have to do and then only devote your time to the things that make you happy or the mm. things that like, oh my God, what was it? It was like there's an overlap between work and enjoyment and like spend your time doing things that overlap between the two. And he mm-hmm. was like, I appreciate that quote. But I think that like you have to be able to find a balance between that overlap and then also just doing things that make you happy just with no purpose totally like just because they do yeah and that was really butchered my dad wrote it way better than that yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that's what i'm trying to do with my life have you uh heard of the book so good they can't ignore you i have not uh have it's you? by a man named cal newport 
Okay. It's it's all about like finding, like we're very. I think our gen, my generation, and I think the increasingly, um, I guess, uh, whatever the, the following generation, the following years of kids growing up, mm-hmm. we've been taught like follow your passion and do this, and like you're gonna love what you do. But we find out you graduate, and you're like, oof, like this is yeah. <laughs> not what my. Yeah, I uh, I graduated the graph design. What do I do now? Um, and it's just like it puts emphasis on working in a craftsmanship way where you're just working and working and like becoming in love with the work and the dedication and then you have other passions you don't necessarily have to work in your passion you don't necessarily only have to make Mm -hmm. children's books you know yeah i think also at least for us like there has always been that notion of follow your dreams do what you want Mm. but also like we always ask kids like what do you want to be when you grow up what do you want to do and even at like graduating high school you have to know like if you want to go into a specific program that Mm -hmm. takes six years or like at least for me like being a stem major if you don't start taking those classes your freshman year then you're kind of screwed if you want to graduate in four years Mm. and I feel like at least for me this is definitely the case I get so caught up in like my individual classes and like the idea of just getting into med school that I forget that like what I'm working towards is actually like being a doctor or like Mm. being someone in the medical profession of some sort and it doesn't Mm. even seem like like I can't really I don't imagine myself doing that, but it's like what I'm working towards because I've been thinking You've since been seventh grade ever since ever since yeah. seventh grade that I was gonna be a doctor. So it's just kinda like the thing now. Yeah. But I, do I wanna do that? I don't know. Yeah, I mean okay, so this is a really do you know the uh, he's a comedian, Duncan Trussell. He has a podcast. I feel like I've heard the he name. He just but made I a show called Midnight Gospel, if you've seen that. Okay. Um, but he was talking about it, it, it's a very interesting show where he like puts his podcast over animation and so okay. it's a very cool way of storytelling. Ooh. But one of the stories was talking about like how, like he he's alluding to how people will be in like World of Warcraft or like gaming, and you're just like working and working and working to get coins to get this and experience and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like that's the same thing as sometimes people are working in life where you're just working and working. You're not really enjoying and taking a moment to savor what you're actually doing. You're just trying to get to that next level. Yeah. And I feel like that. I mean, that kind of sounds like what you're talking yeah. about, where it's like, how do we take time to savor with also no, realizing sure. we are moving up or we're also enjoying the ride yeah right i look so much to the future that i feel like i'm not in always yeah present yeah yeah odd being present's hard and i i think it's partly because I, I don't know why if there's like some inherent thing in humanity that like we don't want to be alone we don't want to be with ourselves right and that's why this idea of self-love is so important nowadays and has been um but i don't know it's tough how do you like I, have I a wonder reminder. what inherently why we don't want to be with that. I don't it, know. I think maybe it's some sort of just part of human nature mm. that instill is instilled in us. And maybe this is a reach, but like in terms of survival, yeah. like humans have always people. had to be looking towards the future. Like if winter was coming, you had to like stockpile food. Like right. I'm talking about like the earliest humans, but you know, I feel like there's always something we feel the need to be looking forward to something like yeah. people plan their vacations in six months in advance and now they're like oh well now we have something to look forward to yeah. but you know i don't know it's very i have a reminder on my phone every morning at like 7 30 that just says be present mm. but i'm so used to seeing it every day that now i just dismiss <laughs> it and i, I don't know I, that's the issue with the reminders like that yeah. where it's like it's a good intention but i don't know if that means we just have to switch it up at some point make it at 7 35 or something yeah. and have it a different message i don't yeah. know what the answer to that because I, I I understand that it's it's difficult oh my god that man is outside the bridge that's How far risky is he, uh, what, do you think that's an okay drop I don't know I think I could make it but I, I also feel like I have one of those things where it's like oh I wouldn't die if she I did has that like a gun. 
I don't have a god complex. You I have just, a god complex? No, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> See, my my thing is I can switch from like self-loathing to having like a god complex yeah. in like a matter of seconds. I in one shot. Yeah, that's that's I don't know what that is, but uh, you're an artist, right? You're a singer. Mm -hmm. There is something, I mean, I've heard this over and over, and you probably heard it to a degree. Like, you have to have some sort of, like, narcissism in you to be an artist. And, like, narcissism isn't necessarily a bad thing as long as it's probably, like, I guess, padded. But the thing is, sure. I feel like with artists, like, narcissism and, like, self-either-loathing tend to be, like, balanced out hand at times. Hand for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I also think everybody I know who's in... I keep going back to the STEM thing, but it's just something that I'm very familiar with, yeah. and I know it's very competitive, yeah. especially now. Everybody has some sort of imposter syndrome, and that, I think, translates yeah. to other aspects of your life as well, because, like, I, I always feel like I'm behind a step mm. from what everyone else is doing, mm. from whatever, like, I don't know. I just, it's very interesting, because I, 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 yeah, I definitely feel that with, I, like, wasn't going to be pre-med, and then halfway through, I decided I am going to be pre-med, and so, like, even just talking to Olivia, and she's talking to me, and she's, like, obviously not her intention, but she's so far ahead of me in all our classes, and, like, she's, like, like has a line for the future, and I'm just, like, I'm just kind of taking the classes that I think I need to take, but I don't have a plan, and, like, it's, it's stressful to be, like, trying to, I'm, like, trying to live in the moment, and I'm, like, taking classes that interest me rather than taking classes that follow a course, mm. and, like, it, I, instead of like appreciating where I'm at <laughs> and like appreciating the class that I'm taking now, all I'm doing is like stressing out mm. because I'm trying to live in the moment and I'm like, oh, but this is going to end up really bad for me. <sighs> yeah, that's, that's tough. And my line that I have drawn is a very wavy line. It's a very, it's a line with lots of detours and lots of breaks in it, but mm. I don't know. Like, I your, think like your line of either career or whatever. My line towards like where I'm going. Sure, sure, is, sure. It's, it's not a straight path for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah, you're talking to someone who, I mean, I, I'm someone who does a lot of things. And because of that, I think I do everything like a little adequately, you know, mm -hmm. because when you're like, I want to do acting, I want to do stand up, I want to do this, I want to do um, uh, working in digital advertising and uh, working cannabis and all these different things. And it's like, well, okay, mm -hmm. well, hold on a second. Like, which yeah. one do I feel most either whether it's attainable or whether it's um, the most practical as well I, I don't know how you decide that yeah I think that's another thing like there's always that saying that's like it's better to be really good at one thing than a little bit good totally at, a, a at everything yeah 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 but I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because I feel like in a lot of cases getting really good at one thing can kind of be consuming mm -hmm. and it can cause you to kind of only work towards that one thing like um I don't know like my boyfriend when he was four his parents started putting him in like baseball whatever and sure. his only thing that he's done since then is baseball uh -huh. plays baseball in college his life is baseball interesting and i feel like with sports that can be the case with like career paths that can be the case just because to get to like the expectation is to get to like the highest level possible that you can and that mm -hmm. takes so much work and dedication and putting so, so much time into one thing that it's almost like you don't have a lot of time towards for sure. other things sure but i feel like i would rather know how to do a bunch of things and just be kind of like then okay at them but then yeah. everyone wants to try to reach the like highest level, so everyone wants just to put all their time to one. Right. Thing. That's true. And this is whole. Have you heard of like? I think it's called the gig gig economy, where it's essentially we're all having a multiple gigs that we do. So mm -hmm. like, it could be like you're a writer and you're also a, a um, like a wait a waiter a waitress or you're a chef or, and then you're also in a band. And so like, mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know if it's just because we were raised by our parents to be like you can do 
anything or just in this world of like everyone gets a trophy and because of that we think that we can and whether or not that's a good or bad thing it's most seemingly good because one it doesn't limit yourself as far as like well if i put in the work as well as wanting to do this and maybe a little bit of luck who who knows right mm -hmm. at, at least maybe you enjoy yourself while you're doing it and if you quote fa fail mm -hmm. what it, i mean what is that really i mean what's your metric yeah. of what that failure is right yeah. i mean and i mean you you gave it a shot and you got to do something that you maybe normally wouldn't have done yeah and i feel like i think i overwhelm myself really easily kind of like how you were saying our parents are always encouraging like my mom is or my dad they're always encouraging like like go try and get that internship for the summer like for med school like go um like get another thing to sing live and like go sing yeah like go do this try a band yeah like, yeah, yeah. Love, all this stuff and i just am like i can't even get myself to like do my homework huh. <laughs> and i just am like so i just don't end up doing anything yeah not, not, i mean that paralysis anything. yeah it's because I like there's so many directions that I want to go that I'm scared to adventure in one. Yeah. Because then, what if something bad happens? I don't know. Yeah, Why I mean, am I scared? I, I I don't know what the best answer to that is, but I mean, I think the only way to really know is to start like taking little little bets towards it, right? And kind of yeah. like making these tiny goals that are like, okay, you know what? For this week, I'm gonna do this one thing I'm interested. In, this one thing I'm interested in. This one thing doesn't matter when I do it. I'm gonna do those three things. I'm gonna see how I feel after it. Yeah. And then I guess you just go from there, right? Because, I mean, like, first of all, we're, we're 19, 20, and 25. I mean, like, if we're lucky, we're going to live to 80 or so. And, sure. and you guys 10 years after me, right? So, mm -hmm. like, it's – there's so much time. My mom became a photographer at, at like, 58. So did you know, mine. Very cool. That's really Aww. cool. But, yeah. Yeah. She was a gym teacher her entire life. You know, she was very mm -hmm. athletic and such. Mm -hmm. So, it, yeah, who, there's just so much unknown – and so much and there's so much like you you get a career and then you work from say 25 until yeah. you're like 60 yeah and then you move and you just hang out and retire and do what retired people do mm. <laughs> but like who's to say that those years what are you just gonna only work like you can't do anything else during that time sure. period i don't know i want to like start like a rock collection when i'm 30 <laughs> and then just like have a bunch of rocks i don't know that was a random example but you know i don't know no i agree well, i agree i want to be able to like constantly have a new hobby and i guess yeah. like that makes sense is like don't try to be super good at one thing just keep trying like all these new things maybe that's something we should work on while we're here in austin like yeah. try a new hobby every weekend or something yeah, yeah. I wrote some poetry this morning i literally that's cool i met when i was uh visiting chicago for the first time uh, mm -hmm. a couple years ago um i met a guy i took like a drop-in improv class because that's the reason i moved there and there was someone who was in that class who his um, New Year's resolution was to literally try to do like one new thing that he's never done every week. And he's not an improviser and he just jumped in there and did it. And he's like, all right, this, I checked it off. I did a new thing. And that, what a great way to learn one to meet people. And then two, to start learning what you love outside of your interests that you did as yeah. a high schooler or whatever. No, for sure. And I also think like we've said, we're so young. And I mean, the amount that I've changed in the past year and a half yep. is astronomical and the amount that I'm gonna change in the next few years like I have no idea who I'm gonna be yeah and I don't know I feel like I'm just trying to all right my goal is to like experience life in all the ways that I can from my current mindset yeah because obviously that's gonna help me grow that's gonna teach me lessons it'll help change me into the person that I eventually will become mm -hmm. but it'll also just let me have fun yeah experience life and do cool stuff which is all I want to do absolutely yeah hell yeah any other thoughts <laughs> really fun. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, it's been really nice to talk to you. Yeah, all right, thanks. That's all for now. 
This has been Free Interviews with Nick Corey. If you want to get in contact, follow me on Instagram at Free Interviews. Talk soon.